Welcome to the next episode of After the Split. If you don't already know, this is the deep dive interview show going into the lives of speedrunners. This week I was fortunate enough to have Taxlayer on, friend of the show, and also an insane runner of both Hollow Knight, Current Patch, Any% All Skills, and Breath of the Wild. Be sure to give him some love and check it out. I'm hoping to be back with another live episode in a couple weeks, so hope to see you there. Until then, enjoy the episode with Tax. Welcome to the next episode of After the Split. Hope everyone is having a good holiday break this week. I am thrilled to have a personal role model of mine, Tax Slayer 9001. So thanks for being here, Tax. Thank you, Gaffy. It is an honor to be on your podcast. And when you say role model, I think of you, man. Come on. Oh, no way. <laughs> See, it's a, I don't know. Like, I always just imagine, and it's weird how quickly I guess I found you, because I think you were fairly newer still. But yeah. I was, I mean, a, a still not really good, but a baby Hollow Knight runner. And I think you might have come to me first. I can't remember too well. But I was like, oh, wow, this remember. guy's actually really good. He's like top 20 at this game. He's been running for like a month. I suck at this game. <laughs> And then it's just, yeah. it's very comfy, to, especially the time of day when I happen to see your streams. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Um, I mean, I kind of remember, I think it was you who rated me. Oh, and, um, very maybe. Yeah, I think you were just starting out with Hollow Knight, and I think it was only like a couple months um, since I started like streaming and doing Hollow Knight, so it was pretty early on. I mean, the whole streaming thing for me was like, you know, it just started this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, sadly, I've I've moved away from my DGen schedule a bit, so I haven't got to catch as many of your streams. But regardless, yeah. with school being out, I did get to see your most recent personal best in Hollow Knight Any Percent. So, congrats on that! Number one oh, sports yeah, room, a. I know sports room is the route to go. Maybe. I mean, I think so. Very beginner yeah. friendly. Yeah, I mean, I kind of hard to master it. for sure. Exactly. I started it because I just wanted to go with noob strats, you know. <laughs> but like the more and more I did it, I'm like, oh, I want I want the fastest Porsche room. Um, and I guess it wasn't even just like the fastest. I wanted to get like a 35 with it. Right now, I don't have that, but I'm gonna switch over to the the other route for a bit. Oh, the are route you? That we shouldn't even mention, yeah, Queens Gardens. Well, we'll definitely yeah. dive into it. I have a bunch of questions for you later on yeah. that. But generally, oh, yeah. I like to start off my episodes, get to know the person a little bit more for, I mean, obviously people that are a little more familiar with you. So you have a more unique screen name, I'll say. How did you decide upon Tax Slayer 9001? <laughs> so, okay, so I figured you were going to ask this. But I feel like that's like one of the things people always ask me. Yeah, the first thing is it's like, unique. Are you they're like, are you like in accounting or something? And the answer <laughs> is actually no. Um, so my background, um, like I, I got a master's in college and I did business for my master's, right? And I took an accounting class for, um, for my master's. And let's just say that I had a different screen name before um, TaxLayer. But I didn't think it would be appropriate to use when I joined this oh, like one no. gears when I when I use like this or when I went to this Gears of War tournament. I'm like thinking what? like, okay, I don't want people to be like, who's this? You know, like whatever this name is. I'm gonna I'm gonna mention it so so you can. Yes, you can I was gonna say you got me on the edge of my seat. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, I just want something stupid. I don't really like serious names, you know, when it comes to anything like in video games. Like, I don't want to be 
360 no scope or something, right? <laughs> like that's just not Put my thing. a couple thing. X's before that, a couple X's after <laughs> pro gamer. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So, um, so I didn't want to go with my, the name that I was using for Xbox live. Cause I didn't want people to think I was like a weirdo or whatever. So I went with tax slayer because I thought it was kind of like stupid and it's something I got from like my accounting class. Mm-hmm. So that was really just the background of it. But I think the more interesting thing are the two names that I had before tax slayer. Um, so the first one, uh, okay, so this this first one, I went with Miley Cyrus Fan 98. No way. Okay. Satirical okay. or because you're I, really, you're pumping it, Party in the USA? <laughs> okay, Party in the USA is actually an awesome song, but oh, banger, besides, yeah. that, besides that banger, I'm not actually a Miley Cyrus fan. What oh. I wanted to get out of this is, so I played a lot of Gears of War like in college and stuff. And um, it's like one of the most toxic gaming communities out there. <laughs> I'm just going to say like every time you like win, somebody's going to send you a bunch, bunch of hate messages. Like, you know, you can, you can just like imagine what, what they say. So I was like, okay, I think it'd be really funny to troll people if they think I'm a 12 year old Miley Cyrus fan. And so <laughs> I went with that name and let me tell you, it kind of backfired a little bit, right? As you and get let older. Me tell you how, let me, well, I, I, it's a different way that it backfired. Oh no! The first Maybe message worse. that I got, first message I got was, uh, uh, ASL. Oh, <laughs> so it was. It was like I was like, okay, that's totally backfired. I feel like I'm like catfishing people with with this instead of. I mean, people would still send the normal hate messages, but sometimes people mm-hmm. like would try to like like, what's your Facebook and things like that. That's so creepy. Yeah, but. So that backfired a bit. I thought the name was funny, but then it was kind of being used in, in, in like a creepy way. So I went with a different name after, after a while, right? You know, like Xbox Live, how you can just like switch names or just like yeah. start a new gamer tag. Thank goodness. Yeah. yeah. So my next one was Real Zach Efron because <laughs> I thought it'd be so funny if like yeah. people actually thought I was Zach Efron and like they were convinced because I added a little bit of, uh, this like touch to it for my bio in like Xbox Live. Oh I just, no way! I just You're linked, committed I just, to the bit. I just linked to the to the Zach Efron's Twitter. That's it. <laughs> and then like people were so convinced. Like I didn't have anything else in my bio. I just said Twitter.com/slash/Zach Efron. I think it's because people want to believe. This is what it is. Yeah, oh my exactly. god! I fucked up Zach Efron. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or I played with Zach Efron. He was the best Gears of War player there ever was. You know. I'm so, trying to think of like the time frames here so you were in college is this 360 or is this uh Dude, whatever the next xbox i'm not gonna completely say my age but i'm pretty sure i'm older than you gaffy i'll just say i that. wouldn't have guessed it for sure yeah yeah that's what people say too i like troll people in my in my streams that you know i'm like 15 or whatever but <laughs> but yeah i think i'm a bit i'm a bit older than you I was born in the 90s. I'll just, that's all I'll I mean, say. that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As any real one would be. Yeah. I, I do sometimes miss the 360 era. It was, it was something. I mean, I think yeah. that also takes me back to, there's just a lot more free time in life. So, you know, get home from school, hop on some Halo 3 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Gaffy, just tell me, were you one of those people that sent those hate messages whenever your team got rocked? You know, I never understood the hate messages. I... I don't know. So it wasn't me. Also, okay, I was okay. not nearly as much a rager until I was in my early 20s. 
yeah. and then I'm like, my boomer hands can't do it. So yeah, wait, wait. Um, All right. So yeah, yeah. Sorry. Continue your story. I'm I'm enthralled. I mean, that was mostly it. Um, I didn't want to go into a Gears of War tournament. It was like, it was kind of like solo queue. Being like real I went Zac there, Efron. And then you just get matched up with people. I'm like, oh, I just don't want people. Like they'll actually like. I'm actually there and like people can see me, you know, I'm not like an anonymous name online. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I should switch it. So I just went with Tax Slayer. I thought the name was like funny and cool. So that's why I stuck with it. Now I can't but, imagine there are yeah. that many more Tax Slayers. Why, why on Twitch specifically did you add the, the numbers there? Oh, because I Twitch wouldn't let me use the normal Tax Slayer because apparently there is like, some sort of tax program, kind of like TurboTax. Oh, it's really? Tax yeah. Oh, that's really weirdly specific. <laughs> yes. So my goal is I need to become bigger than TaxSlayer.com. True. So that I can like, you know, maybe flex a little bit and get like that name from them. Well, it we'll starts see. with getting partner, I guess. So <laughs> and although you certainly in the amount of time you've been going and everything, it's, it's a possibility. It's on the realm. Yeah, I I mean, it's always like, I think every Twitch streamer probably like, you know, dreams of doing something like that or like mm-hmm. achieving partner. Like, it's obviously it's like a goal of mine. It's just, I don't know if I can stick with it long enough or like sure. put in the effort, you know? But right now I'm really like loving streaming. So we'll see how it goes. It seems like you have a very healthy approach to it in general. It's like, this is a good hobby. I'm making good times when I can. If I don't, well, then uh, whatever. But you're not pushing yourself and really kind of, I guess, getting emotionally invested. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, um, I, I was just going to say, like, one more thing. Like, it just popped up in my head. Like, back to the whole name thing. I got to say, I joined one Smash tournament as Miley Cyrus fan. And, <laughs> and they put me on stream for my pool play because they're like, your name's legendary. No so way. I on, Seriously? I was on stream for a bit. I lost, Was it your I first tournament, match. too? Yeah, it was my first tournament. Oh, you have so to go 0 and little... 2 then. Like, that's just the rule. And, like, I was lucky. I played some really bad players, but I went 3 and 2. What, uh, which Smash game, if you don't mind me asking? Smash Ultimate. Okay, okay. I was just seeing it. Yeah. Like, if I had a melee head and I didn't even know it, oh. <laughs> this episode <laughs> I, I just got a lot better. Dude, like, I mean, I know you watched Summit. I'm sure you watched Summit. For so we sure. can talk about that one ever. But mm-hmm. I, I'm a big, like, Smash esports fan. Like, I watch a lot of Melee and Ultimate. Really? Okay. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess that's... I, you, at least I wouldn't think a lot of people would be into watching Melee if you don't play it, just because there's a lot of fine nuance that I think people can respect for watching it. But I understand why people wouldn't enjoy it if you don't play it, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But... Again, I'll come back to these things because I can ramble on all day about it. Yeah. With yeah. Uh, the name change from Zach, the real Zach Efron, do you regret picking Tax Slayer now that you're kind of more established? Or are you like, you know what? This is good. This is me. I'm good with it. Like, I don't, I don't have that feeling like, oh, I got to change it at any point. I mean, for sure, real Zach Efron wouldn't have worked. Like, I, I just don't think people <laughs> would be coming. I mean, maybe people on would be Twitch. coming to my channel. Maybe I should change it right after this, you know? We'll see. I will admit, but, I sometimes yeah. think about it because I see some goofy names. And I'm like, you know what? It's a hooker. It Wow, that's not yeah. the word. It hooks people very well, like a, the hobo yeah. cowboy or something. It, it's just like, mm-hmm. these are words that click in my brain for some reason. Don't know yeah. why. 
Hey, didn't you say you were thinking about changing yours? If I, point? if Gaffy? I was big enough and I could get rid of my, the first part, the Gaffy part, I would in a heartbeat. But uh, yeah. it's taken by an account that's been inactive forever, so we'll see. Maybe you know if I got big enough. And one of the biggest things, I think it hurts branding because nobody spells it right. Either they don't put the E in the gaffy part or they put an extra E in the taffy part. I'm like, I didn't think this one through. But I see, I see. Since it's, you know, don't dox me. Gaffy's my last name. I made this my uh, PlayStation name for the homies way back when. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah I'll just keep this. Yeah. And now I'm I like, gotcha. damn, I'm established enough that I don't want to change it to something completely unrelated yeah which is yeah a struggle yeah i i think i've i've like i follow a lot of channels on twitch and sometimes i see one that comes across my home page i'm like how did when did i follow this person but they just went with a name change mm -hmm. you know yeah it's a bit confusing for some of your viewers if you just switch all of a sudden which i mean vast majority would probably figure out but at this point i yeah. i just don't want to yeah, gotcha. But a bit more about yourself. So where is it that you're currently living in the world? All right. I live in San Francisco. Uh, so, you, you know, I, I live in California, but um, I used to be, like, living in the same area as you. So, like, I'm from the oh, Midwest. Really? Yeah. You don't give from me Midwest. Midwest vibes. I guess uh, maybe West Michigan. Coast run off on you or rubbed off on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I felt at home as soon as I moved here. I'm not going to lie. I felt, you know, the Midwest was cool. Um, Michigan was all right. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that sums it up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually grew up in like a really small town. In so Michigan? I was like the only, yeah. So I was like the only Asian person in my school. Oh, so no. like I, I, I'm used to that type of like background, but I went to a big university and I branched out and then found my way over here. So, oh, where did you go to? Like, uh, in Michigan, I mean, did you go to school in Michigan? Yeah, I went to one of the big, one of the big universities. There. Oh wow, okay, that's awesome. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I will say one thing about the Midwest: they are very proud of their colleges, like the yep. the big ones especially. It's something that now that I've traveled and seen from all over, it's not quite the same as like uh, University of Michigan, Michigan State, uh, Ohio State, all those uh, state, the yeah. big ones. I I think. Football has a lot to do with it. To oh, be for honest. sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. I I don't know why I did this to myself, but Thanksgiving weekend I had never gone to an MSU game. Yeah, and so I finally did, and it was snowing a bit. So I was like, "This will be a cool experience." I see it on TV all the time. People just putting up with the weather, <laughs> and man, the game was cool, but it sucks so bad. I would not choose to do it again. I don't think. Ooh. Okay. Uh, which game was that? Uh, Penn State. Oh, Penn State, Michigan State, okay. It was like a blizzard. It happened to also be the day of the game, but getting tickets to that is a lot harder. Okay. Uh, what made you go to that game? My... You, don't live in, you don't live in Michigan now, right? No, so yeah. it's actually it's kind of funny. One of the reasons I wound up moving to Cincinnati was because I was looking to either... And I had moved back to the States from Japan. I, was, right. I, I finally had a chance to like, oh, I'll go wherever I want to. But, you know, being gone for a few years, I missed family a bit. So I was like, I'm going to either go to Orlando, which is close enough to Fort Lauderdale where I grew up, or up to Michigan where I have a lot of family. And I'll be honest, I, I visited Michigan a lot as a kid, like during school breaks and stuff. And I just don't, I don't like it there. 
there's just nothing really going on at least in the the regions where my family lives yeah and so i i stopped here because my uncle lives here and i had some friends here and it gives me almost everything i want from having a city like any sporting thing it has things Mm -hmm. like melee locals and just if i want to go to a concert whatever it has things to do which is very important to me and it's close enough to family but far enough from family too bless their hearts yeah okay that's good to hear that you found the one place in ohio yes exactly i i never would have said i want to be from ohio yeah I've been to Findlay, Ohio for something business related, like at my old <laughs> job. And it was one of the most depressing places in the world. I'm sorry I if anybody's it. from there, but. Nah, yeah. don't worry. Nobody is. Nobody important anyway. Sure. Yeah, nobody has a computer over there. So. Exactly. No, no worries. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Um, I am from, or I, I currently live in SF. Um, I don't know what else what else do you want to what else do you want to know <laughs> so what uh like what attracted you to move out there was it a job offer you just like you know what I want the change of scenery I'm ready yeah, to like a, move it was like a mix of things you know um I, I was kind of just tired of like like being raised in Michigan and like being there all of my life I wanted a change in scenery and I also didn't want to work for like an automotive company like for the which rest is of my the Michigan life. Like, special mm-hmm. yeah i feel like you'll you'll eventually find your way there if you stay in michigan you know work like gm ford or whatever um so i'm like okay what do i like i like tech companies so i should start applying to them and i ended up getting like a bunch of offers and i got like my main one that i wanted oh, wow. so that caused that's pretty much what prompted the move out here you might have told me but what did you end up majoring in um, so my major was in like finance and math. I did like a minor in math and I also have a background in computer science. Okay. So it's just like, like a mix of different things. Yeah. And then I got like a master's in business. It's, uh, I mean, well-established for sure. So congrats to yeah. you. I, mm-hmm. I'm just now finally getting around to my bachelor's. I'm like, yeah, master's seems like a lot of work. I don't know about that one. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah. If it pays off and you wind up at a big, you know, I I won't ask you what place on stream anyway. Yeah. But at one of the big places in SF, then I imagine it maybe pays for itself. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely one of the ones you're thinking about. I I would have guessed. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so did you move out with a roommate or just by yourself? You're taking a. Oh man, this was probably one of the things in my life where it was just like kind of impulsive, to be mm-hmm. honest. Like usually I kind of like think things through, but there was just one time where I was like talking to one of my friends and I was just saying, I don't know, I just need something new in my life. He's like, why don't you come to San Francisco, right? Mm-hmm. I told him, I don't know anybody else there besides him, but you know, I went through all my job interviews and stuff. And then um, when I found my way here, he was the only person that I knew. So like I had to find a roommate for my first place, um, and I pretty much just had to meet like all my friends through like random stuff. But yeah, I didn't know anybody out here really. I think that's kind of okay though. At least that's how I'm telling myself to get through things. Because a lot yeah. of you know the friendships you make as you're younger and into early adulthood, I guess, is through school or maybe a job or something. But if you go somewhere yeah. without having that job or any of those people that you went to school with, it's a little intimidating. And yeah. I'm now going through it. It's a, it's, 
I'm not going to say it's completely rough, but yeah. it's odd because you have all these well-known established connections and you're just like, okay, I'm going to go now. Bye. Yep. I, I totally get it. I feel like it's kind of difficult after college, you know, to just like meet people. Mm -hmm. Um, fortunately I had a couple of ways to do that. Like I'm like one of my hobbies is hip hop dance. So I took a lot of classes, you know, just like, um, I would constantly go to class. I ended up being like pretty close friends with a lot of people that I would just see every week. And yeah. I think like my network kind of branched out from just meeting people through dance. Okay, so I don't know how much I can ask about it, but I'm very in excited to hear, and you were talking about it lightly, but this hip-hop dance group, you got to do something at YouTube headquarters? Yeah. <laughs> can, you, can you tell me a bit about like how you got into this and what, what exactly happened? What were you doing? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm not like a professional or anything. This is like another hobby of mine. Like I think like a common theme with me is like I get into a lot of different random hobbies. Like Twitch is a hobby streaming, mm -hmm. speedrunning, dance, rock climbing, whatever. Um, but I am in a dance crew kind of through work, you could say. Like, we all work for the same company. Yeah. And let's just say we're affiliated with YouTube, so it made us pretty easy. Like, we mm -hmm. were allowed to be on you the You knew somebody. Yeah. So um, we wanted to shoot, like, a concept video, like, related to returning to office, which is kind of a big thing at work for a lot of people, you know? Oh, yeah, Because they've been working sure. from home for so long, and then now they're about to return to office. So for us, we wanted to shoot, like, a couple of iconic places for our company. And, like, YouTube was one of them. So we're like, okay, there's this huge YouTube sign. Why don't we, like, dance in front of it, along with, like, a couple other places? So, yeah, we went to, we went to YouTube, got to shoot a video there. But it was really funny because when we got there, security was just like came up right to us Had <laughs> all their walkie talkies and stuff. There were like 10 of them. I'm like, oh, shit, are we about to get tackled for being here? But um, we like we were authorized to be there. So like they were they were cool with it. We shot we shot our video, took a few hours and then moved on to the next location. When did you start doing like more? I, I don't know how, the right way to even phrase it. Bigger things of dance? than like lessons oh um i guess a like group? it started in, yeah it started in college to be honest i was um i was involved in a lot of groups like um there were these like big events that happened every year and i was a part of a couple of asian organizations and we would have like a big show every year so people would try to put together like dance or i don't know like uh, singing, music, whatever they want to do, like kind of like a talent show, you know? Mm -hmm. But a bunch of my friends, we decided to go with, like, a, a lot of them were interested in dance. I was too, because America's Best Dance Crew, the Jabberwockies, hey, you know? of course, they were and, like, sick. Everybody loved Jabberwockies. Yeah. yeah, so it kind of just stemmed from that. Like, I also joined, like, the breakdance club, but I, I'm just going to say, I don't know how to do that stuff. I'm not very good. <laughs> like, I can do a couple of freezes, but I can't do any head spins, flares, or anything. But um, yeah, it started with college, and then I ended up being a choreographer, like my junior senior year. Well, that's—I mean—that's awesome. And then to—I wouldn't say that necessarily. That's oh, you made it, but that's pretty sick to be at one of the—I mean—largest companies making a video. Yeah, for sure. That I presume many people are going to see. Yeah, I think so. We have had a couple other videos that, um, like, did 
pretty well considering like i don't think we're that well known you know mm -hmm. but yeah now myself if it's anything that i feels like a skill or something like that i can be a bit of an anxious mess do you get self-conscious at all still or is it just like oh yeah this is what i do i'm good at it uh, I do get self really, really self-conscious, you know, it's like, I'm sure you get this from like speed running, but like you look at something you've done and you're like, damn, I did so bad in all these different places. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I had a performance a few years ago and I just remember, I don't even want to watch the video. That was like my really? like, feeling afterwards. I'm like, I don't want to watch it. Cause I know I screwed up like a few th places, but and I talked to people who watch it. They're like, we didn't notice anything. Yeah. And almost but, no one ever would, yeah. but. We're yeah. our own harshest critics, always. Yeah. So yeah, I feel that. I I do get a little self-conscious about stuff, but I'll say that when it comes to speedrunning, I I actually take a different approach to it. I doesn't I don't really care. Like whatever I do, <laughs> even if I choke. I've choked so many runs before, I don't care. <laughs> it's crazy to me how almost just easygoing you are about everything. Cause I mean for a lot of people, it's a very serious thing. It evokes a lot of emotion, I mean, either positive yeah. or negative. It's just like PB, yeah. oh cool. Yeah. Lose a run at the end. Ah, you know what happens. All right. <laughs> I, I think losing a run at the end is just kind of funny. Like I've done it so many times and I just like laugh it off now. I'll admit I I'll I'll use laughing as a coping mechanism, but inside I'm hurting. <laughs> like that <laughs> sucks. Cause I think it it yeah. just can be a bit of a culmination of your efforts. So to yeah. see it just ruined at the end is like, oh my soul is torn. Yeah. I, I think it's just like I don't tie my self-worth in speedrunning to my PB. That's you know what I mean? A really reasonable thing to do. Yeah. I'm just like, I know, I know I'm capable of getting like a better time and I'll eventually get it. So even if I screw this one up, it's okay. I in I don't know, maybe this is just a, a general life thing that maybe I could use some fulfillment or something, but I found myself thinking like, especially with jumping around to different games and stuff like that is I've yet to really find myself be the best at something. And part of me yearns for that. I know it's a very difficult thing and I don't think I've found something that I'm, I quite care enough to push and pursue that much and not necessarily related to gaming, but do you find that yourself at all? Like, please tell me I'm a human in thinking this. Yeah, I, I think you're one of the few people that I know in like the Twitch community that actually speedruns multiple games. So like I feel like you have like a unique take on it because I, that's kind of like what I'm trying to do too. I don't want to be only good at one thing. I'd rather be like decent at multiple things, you know? Yeah. Um I haven't found the drive to like grind for world record for like one thing. Like that that's I just haven't found it yet. It seems I, I don't kind know of awful. Well. Yeah. I mean, at yeah. that point, you're you're pushing for seconds, and then like, ugh, I, I don't know. It's just a, a crazy grind that I don't know if yeah. I could commit myself to. Yeah. At first, I was, um, I think I was kind of hard on myself when I first did speedrunning, because I was, like, disappointed, like, when I was balancing multiple things, mm -hmm. that, like, oh, I'm not improving as fast as I want to. Um, Which is insane but... to hear, by the way. <laughs> Um, I feel like I hit a plateau a couple of times, but I'm, I think I'm breaking through like a few of them now, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, it's just, it, it was difficult at first. Cause I think I was comparing myself to people that were only speed running, like the one category. Oh yeah. And yeah. then I just realized too, like, okay, they're probably practicing way more than I am. So I really shouldn't, I should not even worry about what they're doing and just focus on myself. So 
I think that's like the biggest thing that I learned in the past few months. Which, I mean, it's very easy, I think, to compare yourself to others, especially when it's very publicly broadcast and you're like, eh, go home, maybe just pop it on and see, oh, wow, this guy has a 35. That must be nice. Yeah, yeah. But jumping back a little bit to the roots. So it's 2020 Mm -hmm. Young, 2021. The Young Tax Slayer is starting to stream on Twitch. Uh, Do you live by yourself or do you have any roommates or anything? Uh, Yeah, my roommate is my girlfriend, so it's just us two. Um, yeah, just us two. The, I mean, I would think it'd be pretty hard for her not to know, but does she know like that you stream and speed run? Yeah, very obviously. Um, <laughs> like, so I stream out here in the living room, you know, in San Francisco, like no matter how much you're paying, you're going to get like a small yeah. apartment unless you're, unless you're paying like just some insane amount of money that that's not worth it. So my setup is like this in the living room. And then I have this green screen from Elgato that I kind of just like pull up and then it just covers like behind me, but she's actually just on the other side. watching That's like awesome. <laughs> TV and stuff. And like, sometimes, you know, I say something and she starts laughing. I'm like, Oh, okay. I actually said something funny, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like that. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I don't think I've ever noticed it. That's hilarious. I thought something yeah. seemed off. I'm like, I, I had to have sworn I've seen your background before. I'm like, maybe you moved it, but I guess it's almost always been the green screen. Yeah, maybe I didn't go with the green screen like my first month or something mm-hmm. of streaming. But honestly, I think I was averaging like one or two viewers then, so nobody would have seen yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. what about, uh, have you uh, like told your friends and family and stuff like that? Or is it something you kind of keep to yourself? I've told a few friends. Um, but for the most part, like I'd say most of them don't know, or they like, wouldn't even understand. I was like yeah. telling one of my friends recently and like, she was asking what I've been up to. I just, I mentioned speed running and she did not understand what it meant. She thought I was like literally running or something. <laughs> and, and so like that, I feel like that's a, there, a similar reaction I would get if I told a bunch of my friends who yeah. are, don't use Twitch very often. So, or at all. It is a very weird, yeah, disconnect, I guess I'll say. If you don't know, then it's something that you have zero idea about. Yeah. But the people that know are, like, really passionate about it, I've found. Yeah. Which is, hey, kind of why I started this whole thing. Yeah. It's, it's been, like, I think my favorite thing, sorry if this was going to be one of your questions, but, like, one of my favorite things about Twitch is, and streaming is just, like, having met a bunch of people through it like you and like a bunch of the other mm-hmm. runners in both the Hollow Knight and Breath of the Wild community. Like that's been the coolest part of it. And even if I like end streaming, like if I stop streaming forever, I feel like I at least will have like some connections and I'll keep up with some people, you know? For sure. And that's awesome. I'm, I'm actually, it's almost a shame that, and this is mostly on my end for sure, but that I haven't talked to you more just like outside of, Oh, Hey, your chat, my chat, stuff like that. Yeah. Cause I yeah. mean, you, I think you're a cool dude for sure. Yeah, you too, man. We should play some Halo and some oh, Smash. Oh yeah, definitely like, about I, it. Yeah, I'm I'm a Halo kid. I'll say that. So like, you know, I feel like we have a lot of interests, similar interests. Did you play Infinite since it's come out? Like the I story? Yet. I haven't yet. Like my friends have been playing a lot of it, um, but I've played like Halo one through four, I think. And so then I stopped yeah, as which would make sense. That's. I think where it kind of was the good ones and four debatable, yeah. but 
yeah then just the times change i mean i definitely mm-hmm. i can't play something like that nearly as much as i would when i was 16 you know yeah yeah that's that's a big part of it man mm-hmm. now outside of you know speed running and the dance team do you have because you were talking a bit about it and i didn't want to ignore it for sure what uh what other kind of hobbies are you getting yourself into because it sounds like you're you have a lot of little things that you're doing yeah i think i find myself like throughout my life just choosing a hobby like getting really into it for like six months and then just dropping it Mm -hmm. but like as of late i i was really into rock climbing for a bit like bouldering oh really you know yeah so like um bouldering not like actual like real rock climbing and i didn't do top roping or anything mm-hmm. so you, you know you're not like attached to a rope or whatever um so rock climbing was one of my things for a while i've kind of big into working out and i'm trying to keep that up but man quarantine has made it very difficult yes i've definitely gained my covid 20 and i feel terrible about <laughs> it but just like this week I, I started going to the gym again i'm trying to be not big okay it feels bad i have I have the opposite problem. I lost like 15 pounds. Oh, well, that must be nice. I mean, I was, I, I like lost like muscle basically. So I need oh, to get it back. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a struggle. Yeah. yeah. I think my true like natural self is just the scrawny, skinny kid. <laughs> and I'm trying, I tried, that's why I worked out. It's because I didn't want to mm-hmm. be, you know, I wanted to be like to gain a little weight, but I'm getting back to it. You know, it has um, been, yeah. uh, I'm sure you probably maybe thought the same thing at some point, but it's been so demotivational to like try and get back into it. Like I can't do half of what I was lifting before. Like I feel terrible. I shouldn't have stopped ever, (laughs) but it's easy to not do things as compared to doing things. Yeah. I have a couple of friends I used to work out with a lot in Michigan. We call ourselves the Swole Migos. (laughs) And, and, like, we have this group chat. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm going to be back in Michigan. Let's meet up. They're like, you know what we're going to make you do, right? We're going to make you deadlift. Oh, <laughs> We're going to make you, like, squat and bench, like, at this, at, like, my friend's house. I'm like, damn, I'm going to be putting up, like, half the weight that I used to. I'm going to be embarrassed. So maybe I need to come up with an excuse not to hang out with them. Oh, my God. That's terrible. <laughs> no. no, it just means you have um, to have your training arc before you can go have a vacation. I know, I know. I was going to, but then, you know, I got a tattoo and they mm, like, one of the true. things they said is like, don't work out. So, oh yeah. You're like, so okay, prone fine. to infection. Gyms are so nasty. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but let me think other hobbies. I was, um, like I play the piano. So like I have a piano over there in front of the window. Um, like a whole like grand piano. It's, it's a digital piano. Oh, so it's, okay, it's not okay. like. Yeah, but it's, I was gonna say it's you never like, known a San Francisco house, and maybe yeah, but it's not like a cheap like fifty dollar one. It's a pretty mm-hmm. nice one. I was that was actually the first thing, first big thing I bought when I first started my job was was a digital piano. Um, but I haven't really been playing much of it, honestly. And um, I guess the other big thing that I used to like, I was really big into traveling. But oh, traveling so sick, yeah, yeah. Traveling and, and being a foodie. Those are like my two other things. Um, but, you know, had to put a pause on that because of that, uh, the mm-hmm. pandemic and stuff. So, In another world, we'll actually, uh, last year or so, I, I only started doing Twitch and stuff 
because I was quarantined because I went on a trip to Tokyo. So work and everything like you're not allowed to leave your house. So I'm like, all right, my buddy had run BK, but so the same time I was like, I'm bored. I want to learn something that I've been putting off for a while. So I picked up uh, trying to play the game Crash 2 really well and learning to play piano a bit because I've always thought the piano is so sick. And I, I wish I got lessons as a kid because I think you absorb that sort of stuff better. Yeah. And I'd played like everybody does recorder but i did violin for like a year and a half and i dropped that i can't play it at all now and i regret it a bit but you know as a kid you're like that's lame or whatever mm -hmm. but i for like a couple months i was doing piano stuff and it was just like some ipad app that like listened to it and tried to train you how to play and i thought yeah. it was so cool but i think the twitch stuff kind of took over for the hobby and plus i started going back to work after not working at all and i was like oh this sucks so yeah the work grind to took over and yeah. honestly I was I just kind of I was super enthralled with the the Twitch stuff so I just kept with that. But in another yeah. world or maybe soon, I don't know, eventually. Yeah. It's addicting, right? The the whole Twitch thing. Mm -hmm. Like it's taken over like priority over a lot of my hobbies, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. I I've debated on whether it's healthy or not as well. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It's opening up my mind to ideas that I didn't think were possible. At least for me, because I've very much I've set on this path for, I mean, almost my whole adult life is like, all right, this is something I didn't expect, but I'm kind of good at it. I have interest in it. So let me do like a cybersecurity thing. But now I'm like, you know what, this this content creation thing, not necessarily for myself, because I think blowing up yourself is very difficult. But for a bigger team like Beyond the Summit or something like that, it would be so sick yeah. to be part of that team. And they're, I mean, they're always hiring. It's not the largest paying thing as compared to something mm -hmm. that I could do in the field that I'm in. But if I get some sort of intrinsic value, then is it worth it? And who knows? So right now I'm going down the safe path, but I'm looking yeah. towards the more interesting path. Yeah, I feel like that's like a perfect way to go about it. Just cover yourself like with like basic finances, like getting a good job and then kind of start focusing on your hobbies. Hopefully it like blows up, but exactly. if it doesn't, you're all good. But that's kind of like my approach to, to all this stuff. So, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I wanted to ask you. Like, I didn't want to interrupt. What piano songs, like, what are your favorite ones that you've learned how to play? Um, you know, oddly enough, uh, so at first I was just going off of all the basic ones, like uh, Claire de la Lune or whatever, Somewhere Over the yeah. Rainbow, whatever the app had me doing. But uh, I did try and pick up, like, Great Fairy Mountain, a little bit of nerd stuff, so... Actually, um, like your notification song. Uh, oh, Shelter? Yeah, I, I, I learned how to play Shelter a little bit. I Hell. thought that song was sick. Boom, yeah. doo doo doo. Mm -hmm. So good. Mm -hmm. uh, like that Final Fantasy 13 song, because I just always thought it was pretty. Blinded by the Light or The Promise? I can't remember. Uh, where like the, the main song? I think Blinded by the Light might be too difficult for my beginner. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One of those. I gotcha. I do, love that. Do, 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 do. Whatever that okay. was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't How about you? Do you have like a, a favorite song to play or just hear? Yeah. So 
like I, I went through the whole piano thing because my parents made me learn the piano when I was little. And Can I like say, I stuck, is that very stereotypically Asian? Or It is. It is yeah. like a very typical Asian parent thing to do. So, of course, I was kind of rebellious. I didn't practice or anything. <gasps> uh, and like my piano teacher hated it, whatever. But I like in high school, I basically just told my piano teacher, I'm focusing on sports because I played soccer and tennis in high mm-hmm. school. And I was like, I'm just going to focus on this. But um, I was, I'm, I still want to learn a little bit of piano, but I'm not going to put a lot of time into it. So eventually we came to an understanding. She was okay with it. And um, I didn't care for piano much back then. But then when I got into college, I realized I could play a bunch of nerdy stuff, like you were saying. <laughs> so all the music that I have now is all like Final Fantasy music, Kingdom Hearts music. I was on your stream earlier today. You were playing Dearly Beloved, and, you know, the Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. song. That's the, like the most recent one that I learned. Oh, really? Yeah. When yeah, do we it's... get the the tax piano play play streams? All right, partner. Once I make partner, hey. <laughs> I just want to put like a goal out there that that's going to be very difficult to get because I don't like playing piano in front of people. That's the one thing that really? I get really nervous for. Yeah, more nervous about like piano I... than dancing. Yeah, I think so. Because dancing, I'm not doing it solo. Like I'm doing it as a I team. guess that's fair. So I, I don't feel as much pressure, but um, I did have a dance competition like a couple of years ago um, that like I was really nervous for, but most most of the time it's chill. Like I'm not worried about it. Oh, man, yeah. I don't know. I I even, and maybe this is just as I've got older too, I find myself so yeah. anxious to even like say you're going to a club or something. Like I, I'm just like, I can't dance. So I, unless I, you know, a, li- a lot of liquid courage and like, I just won't do it. Yeah. Uh-uh. Like I, I see people enjoying yeah. it so much. And I'm like, this cannot be me. I wish it could, but it cannot be me. I, th- yeah, I think the the key thing for dancing and I've just like, you know, found it throughout the years is just like, how confident do you look doing it? it for doesn't sure. Matter how bad yeah. Like you remember some of those whack dance moves like cat daddy. Oh and, yeah. <laughs> no, like jerking and stuff. Like some of those look oh. kind of like dumb, but if, if you ha- have your own like little swag to it, like your facials and stuff, mm. then it's it looks good. That's actually one of the things we in our dance in our dance competition is like your we call it facials, which is kind of I know like um, it's one of the most important things, and it's just like how does your face look? Does it look like you're nervous or like thinking about your moves, or does it look really confident? And um, you can really tell if somebody's nervous or not just by looking at their face. So. I could believe that, yeah. Even yeah. just if looking at anything related to yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah. Um what were we talking about? Uh, about being nervous. Oh yeah. hmm Yeah. Piano is the one thing that I get very nervous for. Everything else though, it's kinda not that big of a deal to me. I'll survive. <laughs> All right. You ready for the the bean potatoes what the people are waiting for? You want to talk nerdy a little bit? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'm ready. So you mentioned going to the Gears of War stuff, which I think is super fascinating because like my my memory knows fighting game tournaments, uh, like some league stuff like that. I don't think I've ever heard of people actually meeting for Gears. Was it like a serious thing? No, I mean, they were like locals, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, were you going to like a GameStop or like an actual venue? uh, It was like Microsoft stores. And oh, then okay. I went to like a, I went to a couple of like smaller tournaments in like small venues like um 
a random like conference room of a hotel or something, you know, like something okay. small. But um, I didn't get too deep into the whole Gears of War thing. I, I was really into watching the esports stuff and I wanted to like kind of just try it out myself because I felt like I was pretty good. But there's like no money in it and it's too much work for <laughs> the effort. I mean, money's not like a big thing to me, but I don't think I would have gotten much out of it unless I was like the best player in the world mm. or something, you know? Did you ever wind so, up winning like one of these locals? Um, best I did was second place. Hey, but, you take those. Yeah, my, my team ended up playing against like a really good team and they had one pro player on their team. So it was it was kind of unfair. Yeah, I mean, that's like, uh, I mean, if you're playing golf with Tiger Woods, it's, it's cheating. Yeah, or I was going to say maybe like a crew battle and then you have like Mango as like one oh, of the yeah. members of the other team. So it's just not fair. Um, but yeah, so Gears of War, I was kind of into that for a while, but I got to say like the first thing that I was really into was Halo. Like I went to a couple of Halo 2 tournaments, but you know, those weren't established. It wasn't MLG or anything. Now, I mean, it sounds like you, you kept super busy between sports and trying to do music and everything else, especially as a teenager. Were your parents cool with you, you know, coming home and playing on the Xbox? <laughs> yeah. They were they were cool with it because um, the most important thing for them was like education, you know. And I was doing very well in school, um, but I also was doing well in sports. And like they liked all my friends and stuff, so they were cool with it. Oh, that's awesome. Um, you know, one thing with them is like I was valedictorian in my in my high school, and that was Are like enough serious? for them to be like, you know, like you do your thing. I'm like, almost starting we, to get mad at you. This is like everything you do, you seem to do so carelessly, but you're like goaded at it. Well, just remember, I went to a small high school, so it's not too much to brag about. But All right, um, I got to be nosy. How many people graduated from your class? 120. Okay. So it was small. Yeah. Fairly small. My, uh, mm -hmm. my cousin, he, he graduated from also a small town up in Michigan, and he told me his yeah. graduating class was like 45. I'm like, that's, Damn. that's <laughs> absurd. Like, yeah. you literally yeah, know small. everybody because they're all in the same class as you. I'm like, that's, that's got to yeah. be crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was tired of that type of, type of town. Everybody just knew your business, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, everybody knows everybody, so I was like, I need to get out of here. I don't want to end up being, like, a farmer or something. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, but how sick could it be? You could actually be on FarmersOnly.com or something. Like, I'm jealous. <laughs> That's an exclusive bunch. True. I mean, I kind of like farming after, like, playing games like Stardew Valley, so maybe it could have been me. Same thing, right? Yeah. Now, what kind of started you off to pick speedrunning like were you watching speedruns before or I, i'm just curious yeah. how speedrunner tax came to be yeah well i've been watching twitch since like 2010 maybe something like that like oh back in the justin days yeah or maybe it just switched to twitch do you, do you remember when that was i had no idea okay i remember watching it really early on and um I don't remember how I got to it, but like one of the most popular streams that was like it was on the front page was a Clint Stevens Twitch stream. That guy's and pretty I, popular. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he was that big back then, but like still big enough to be on the front page. So mm -hmm. like I checked it out because Ocarina of Time is one of my favorite games. Right. 
So I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Something about a speed run. And then I watched like, you know, him do a couple of glitches. And then I was like totally into it instantly. I'm like, wow, this is mind blowing. The type of stuff you can do. Oh yeah. In Ocarina of Time. So it started off with, you know, Clint's team stream. I know like that's pretty generic. A lot of people probably start because of Clint, but I, I don't know. I just stayed on Twitch a lot. I like watch random speed runs and eventually because of the pandemic and I wasn't able to, to do like my normal stuff, like traveling. It's like, why don't I just give it a shot? I have all the stream equipment for my work anyway, because of the work from home stuff that we've been doing. So I decided, yeah, might as well give it a shot. And, um, I figured speed running was like the perfect thing because you're doing the same thing over and over again. You don't have to worry about content, like creating content. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, it's like Chris, Chris says it in her stream sometimes, but like speedrunning is like a just chatting stream, basically. You're just oh, doing the same sure. thing over yeah. again and you're just chatting. So I thought that'd be perfect because I like to ramble too. <laughs> I, yeah. I think it does give some sort of intrinsic, like, hook at the get go. Like, oh, you start going to X stream because of what it is that speedrun something that you're interested in but then you wind up finding the people that are, you're like oh i like their personalities so that's why you wind up having you know someone that you follow versus like i only am following this person because they play x game now i might be in the off minority here i don't know but i think that's the majority anyway yeah i totally agree um what i was gonna say too is like most of the speedrunners i watch are the types of people that they're not necessarily like the best at their at their game. Yeah. They're just the most entertaining. And I think that's kind of why I've gravitated towards like I don't really care if I'm number one. Yeah. You know? I just wanna like create like a chill stream where I'm just like enjoying streaming and other people enjoy watching. I don't need to be number one. Like I don't oh, know. For sure. Like Clint, Caleb Hart, like Caleb Caleb Hart's a Final Fantasy Seven streamer. Well, I guess he's really good. So I guess he's not really a good example because <laughs> he's like second place or something. But a bunch of the other streamers I watch are not necessarily top runners. They're just super fun to watch. Now, actually, this is just weird how small the, the world of speedrunning is. I'm super proud of him. So I'll give him a shout out when I can. But my boy Phrase, he, uh, he started off, his only other speed game was the Spyro Reignited trilogy. He would do like the, the non-Balloonist skip any percent, which is the, the more popular one for sure. Uh, he went on to do Final Fantasy VII on PC, and he got like third place after like a couple months, which is really fast for a game that's two decades old. Yeah, and that's insane. there was some new, new skip found, so he wound up taking the world record for it. I'm like that's oh. so sick. It might be the calm skip or something. I have yeah. no idea. <laughs> yeah. I've put him on, <laughs> and yeah. I played Final Fantasy VII, but like I don't know it that well. So I, mo I mostly go, and he also has, like, the deepest Australian voice of all time. So I just, I mean, I listen to the dude and just talk to him. I'm like, yeah, there's a bunch oh. of Final Fantasy things going on. Nice, nice. All right, I'll have to check out your boy phrase then. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, yeah, sorry. Uh, shout out to his phrase. <laughs> but I will say, I mean, what's after this most recent PB... For the current patch, any percent, what place are you on the leaderboard now? I think I'm back in like eighth or ninth place or something. Let's go. I don't, yeah, it, it just keeps moving around because this category is 
getting more and more popular. I, 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 at least I feel like it is. It's more and more people surprising to me because, I mean, the game's a few years old. And I felt like when I started running any percent and I did current patch, it was fairly dead. Yeah, most people don't like current patch. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's it's like getting way and way more optimized. I don't think it's anywhere near as optimized as like one two two one. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, for it's sure. It's getting there. Mm -hmm. Now, what um, what was the the highest? I guess you got because I I remember at some point this wasn't your first time in the top ten, but there have been a lot mm -hmm. of newcomers, especially at the world record level. Yeah, yeah. There's like. Uh, a couple of new like Chinese runners that just like ended up getting mm -hmm. to like the top five or whatever. Um, but I think, I think the highest I got was like seventh or eighth place maybe. Um, but, but those times were significantly slower than what I have now. Maybe like when I say significantly, maybe, maybe like 30 or 40 seconds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just been a lot more people that have had interest in the category. So it's been pushing it a bit, but yeah, I'm nowhere near done with the category. It's super fun, and I'm, I'm going to keep running it for a while. This is definitely nothing to scoff at. I guess uh, for anybody that maybe knows me and my my humble pursuits at Hollow Knight any percent, uh, the best I ever got was a 42.25, and I'm trying to get down now. I, I dropped it for a bit with you know the semester starting and everything, but it, it's eating at me again, so I'm trying to push it. And last night I actually practiced quite a bit, so I'm coming for you, but yeah. yeah. Beyond the meme, the highest I ever got was 69th percent or 69th place. So it, that's the perfect place. Mm -hmm. It was like a within a week because the game's so active, but it was within a week. I was already pushed back into the 70s, which is crazy to me, but because it's certainly the most active game I've played yet. As far yeah. as like the amount of runners. Yeah, I, I think you got sub 40 free. It's going to happen soon. Oh, yeah. But, you know. It's just like all of these other things that take priority. Like you had your marathon stuff going on. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I feel the same way. It's just like other priorities are just keeping me from like pushing the leaderboards. But I'm not in any rush to PB. For so. sure. Mm -hmm. Now, as an, uh, I mean, you loved Ocarina of Time. Most people kind of gravitate towards the, the games they had nostalgia for. How did you start off as a Hollow Knight runner? Yeah, that one's kind of... I'm I'm trying to do my best to remember like how I started with Hollow Knight. I think I had a list of games that I wanted to speedrun. Like speedrunning was just something that was so interesting to me that I was like, I want to be a speedrunner. I just don't know what game to start with. Um, Mario 64 was high up on my list because that was the main thing that it I It is watched. the speed game, yeah. Yeah, that's what everybody thinks of when you think speedruns for video games. I watched like, you know, Clint, Simply, like, you know, all, all the top runners... Um, so I was really interested in that, but the reason I crossed that off my list is because I was thinking that that game is extremely optimized, you know, like there's not much that's going to be found or discovered. And I feel like I'm joining too late. So I didn't want that to be my first speed game. Um, so I, I wanted something a little bit newer. That. Yeah. So I had a couple on my list. Uh, Breath of the Wild was one of them, which I ended up speed running anyway. Um, but Hollow Knight. I had it on my list because I saw a couple of videos on YouTube, maybe Fireborn's videos, you know, like mm -hmm. you eventually you randomly find a Fireborn video and you come across it and then you click on it. So I saw that. I thought the, the art was really cool. Um, the boss fights seemed really fun too. 
-hmm. So I started playing the game for a bit. I ended up like loving it. And then, you know, I ended up learning how to speedrun it before I even finished the game. <laughs> this is actually crazy to me, by the way, that I've seen this in a couple of different games from you now that you speedrun these games that like you don't, I don't think you've even really played through casually. I'm like, that's insane to me. Yeah. Just in that it's different from, I mean, pretty much every other guest that I've had on the show, but I'd say most speedrunners in general. Yeah. Because it's like a thing, it's like, yeah, I don't know. I haven't done the White Palace yet, so I guess we'll do it uh, <laughs> once we get this follower goal or whatever. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty funny. And like I said, um, I knew I wanted to speedrun it. And like I got past like Watcher Nights one time, and then I was interested in maybe just checking out some of the initial speedrun stuff. Mm -hmm. So I learned, I like watched a video and I started trying it because I thought it'd be cool to just like, to just try out a few things. And then I got addicted to it and I ended up forgetting about my casual playthrough and I kept going <laughs> and going, you know? So yeah, that doesn't mean like I didn't like the game or anything. It's just, I got addicted to learning the speed run and I wanted to get started on it right away. In my experience, and especially since I've done a few games now, I think Hollow Knight's had the hardest barrier to entry, as well as one of the highest skill ceilings of the games that I've played. So I guess I'm surprised it didn't off like put you off to running the game or just speedrunning in general. Did you find it kind of hard to get into? Or were you just like, oh yeah, you know what, just let me try this a couple times? And I did a ton of baby strats at first, so... Like mm -hmm. I had, I had like the utmost confidence that I was going to be able to do it. I just knew that I had to do like baby strats for a while. So, um, I never felt discouraged. I mean, Watcher Knights did their best to try to discourage me. Yes. Obviously. That was my first, like, I don't think I'm going to run this game because <laughs> yeah. they just messed me up. And it, at least for me, I didn't use spells at all in my casual playthrough, which in hindsight, yeah. I'm like, how could I not? But yeah, yeah. Same. I, I barely use spells. I don't think most people use learned that, you know, Shaman Stone was OP mm -hmm. during the casual playthrough. But um, I went with the nail one for Watcherness, and it was just like, I felt comfortable enough yeah. to do it within like two deaths. And I felt hey. like even if I died a couple times, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it it is crazy. My first like goal for doing an any percent, because I, I, I felt accomplished just doing a speed run of the game i was like sub hour i'll, I'll feel good and yeah. i at least i've what i've noticed that itch is never it's never satiated like always you mm -hmm. have to go to the next mile marker the next marker and it's they don't matter at all but they matter yeah. and like oh I, yeah. no i let me just get a sub 45 let me get a sub 40 it, yeah I'm questioning like your progression. Did you find yourself ever like, you know what, if I quit today, I'd be happy. Or are you now at the point where it's like, are you at that point now? I'd... No, not at all. Like, I, <laughs> I feel like, I mean, I know I'm not trying to like, uh, say like other people's runs were, were like bad or anything, but like, if I just look at, um, what I know I'm capable of and my time, I just mm -hmm. think it's pretty garbage. <laughs> I'm like, I should have at least 30 seconds better than what I have right now. That's, uh, so, so it's it's like really motivating. I'm like, um, I know I don't even need to practice that much to like knock off more time, because um, I don't feel like I don't feel like my PV is very optimized. Like I've made a lot of big mistakes, so that's why I know I can knock off like thirty seconds. So yeah, I'm not happy with it. 
Now, for the people that don't know you, and I realize I probably should have put this in earlier, what all games do you run now? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess we never touched upon that, huh? Um, so I started with Hollow Knight, and then um, I learned Breath of the Wild next. So both for both of these games, I do the any percent category. Um, and then I ended up learning another game that I just really liked called Google Doodle Champion Island. <laughs> so that one, Google came out with it for like the Olympics. I remember so just, I, I started it for a little bit and yeah. ultimately it's just like a browser game. So I was like, oh, I'll come back to this yeah. later. And then it's gone yeah. off Google. So I forget about it. But was it pretty yeah. cool? Yeah, I, I mean, I loved it. It's just it just threw me back to like some older games like Fire Emblem and like some of the older games that I used to play with in that like genre, like you know, like sprites mm -hmm. and like RPG. And then like I thought that I thought the main character is super cool. She's like a calico ninja cat. Um, but yeah, it's it's a short browser game. I just did it because I wanted like another quick, easy game to learn. But um, I learned it, and you can still play it. You're just not going to be able to find it just by clicking on the doodle. You have right. To, like, actually, search for it. Yeah. Um, and then the latest I learned was Metroid Dread, which is so cool. Like it's such a dope speedrun. But I'm far from my goals in Breath of the Wild and Hollow Knight, so I'm putting that one on the back burner for a bit. Now I guess you got to see it a bit. I heard Dread they patched out a lot of the skips and stuff that were accessible. Were you someone that has a physical copy? Are you able to do a down patch or are you just playing with whatever they roll out? Yeah, so I'm using a dig digital for Dread. So I have like the latest update. I'm not going to be able to do some of the stuff they patched out. Like there was this invincibility glitch thing um, that they patched out. There was another one for, um, I forget now. But but yeah, they patched out a lot of glitches that affected the most optimized route. But fortunately, I was doing any percent NMG. Oh, okay. And NMG, NMG didn't really get affected much by it. That's good. I was I was gonna learn the glitch the glitch route too. It's just um, I haven't gotten to it yet. But yeah, it's it's changing constantly. It's a brand new speed game, and it's so active too. There's like over a thousand active runners right now. Oh, it's really? Crazy. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that is crazy active. Yeah, I mean it's no Roblox, but I I heard Dread's a pretty good game. All right, maybe I need to switch to Roblox or Minecraft. I should. Ugh, maybe install Dream RNG. Can you imagine though the types of people you'd be getting in chat? That I don't would think be they'd awful, be the same. I think yeah, not the same demographic that that you're rocking with. I I think I I don't have the energy for it either. Like yeah, and I don't want to come off as someone that's fake. Like it. That's what I liked about Twitch, and at least in my aspect, is this where I can just decompress, kind of do my own thing. I'm not going to put on some show for 12-year-olds looking for Minecraft. Oh my god, wow! <laughs> yeah, I totally get you on that. Also, it's yeah. just it's one of those things that I just truly didn't like it. Or I probably wouldn't like it. I, I haven't tried, so I can't say I don't, but... Yeah. Yeah, same. I've never tried it, but I don't feel like I'm going to have the same like interest as like a seven-year-old cousin of mine, you know, mm -hmm. but who knows, you know, that just made me think really quick. Like when I stream, I don't know if you feel like this, but depending on what game you're streaming, you get a totally different audience that randomly stops by. Oh, like, for sure. I've noticed, I've noticed for Breath of the Wild, there tends to be a lot of younger people that stop by stream. Mm -hmm. 
because you know i like sometimes i feel like a bunch of immature things being said <laughs> like you know it's like if i just picture they're like you know a 12 year old kid just thinks this is funny to say and so they say it on twitch chat but i don't see that in hollow knight as much but you know it could just be anecdotal uh i'm gonna agree with it and it's actually, it's one of the things that especially scared me, but it seems like you've done it pretty well as well. And I think once you start, it's easy to get out of that mindset. But I had a lot of fear switching from my original game being the, the Crash HD games. Did you yeah. like worry at all about your growth or viewership or anything when you wound up switching from Hollow Knight? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, viewership isn't, that high up on my list but obviously i don't want to stream to like two viewers like, yeah every every night or whatever i think once you um, have consistently more than like two to three it's hard to go back yeah yeah exactly um but the thing is i knew that maybe maybe this will kill my my stream or whatever but i don't want to play one game for the rest of my twitch career yeah. you know and and so i was thinking that it doesn't matter like if like my stream dies completely the most important thing is that i established now that i would rather be a variety speedrunner than like a one game speedrunner because mm -hmm. no matter how much i love a game like there's no way i can like it that much for like years and years so i want to set myself up for long term for sure which i think is, is smart it's probably and it depends on what you find value in it's probably not good for growth but yeah. I mean, personal sanity, I think, is a little more important than growth. And I like the idea of being like for my personality versus what I do. Yeah. So exactly. You have to fool your audience to thinking, you know, to like liking every game that you're playing and eventually just switch to being a react Andy. No, oh, that's the that's the long goal for <laughs> sure. It's about to be TikTok time. Hold up. <laughs> One day. Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, uh, to answer your question, yeah, I, I've definitely noticed like a huge drop or whatever, like comparatively from when I switched sometimes to like Hollow Knight and Breath of the Wild. But now I feel like I've met a lot of people through the community for both, so I'm happy with it. But for sure, if I stream Dread, um, you know, not many people are going to show up and that's okay with me Oh, too. really? I, yeah. I guess maybe because the amount of runners, it's easy to drown in the... The category kind of like a uh, i mean minecraft or csgo league or something like that there's just so many yeah. people playing it it's like eh. yeah oh yeah um i actually started streaming back in like 2017 maybe but it wasn't like serious mm. i was just streaming for my friends and we were just playing destiny so i streamed like all the raids and like trials and stuff like that but um yeah i don't think i had more than 10 followers so, I... until i started this year Actually, I think we've talked about this before. I completely forgot. I did exactly the same thing. I, I bought a capture card for uh, the Taken King expansion because okay. so, I was going for yeah. like a day one raid on that, which we got close. But actually, we were at the final boss same time as like the big streamers that were there. But my team, oh, bless their hearts, uh, didn't quite get the same level of grind. So it was kind of like a gear check at the end, which was yeah, yeah. rough. And that's how they did the game back then. But that was my crack yeah. addiction. Ooh. Thank God I do not have that same level anymore. Yeah, Destiny 1, man. I think that's my most played game out of like any other game I played. Destiny yeah, 1 is my top one. Probably same. Ooh. Like not even close. It's actually scary. Yeah. 
it was yeah it was just so much fun like every week it's like okay let's do our nightfalls mm -hmm. let's go do our you know let's do you know vault of glass or crota or whatever it is and then yeah it was just super fun but i'm i'm done with that too i don't I'm not really into <laughs> destiny 2 unfortunately my friends are still playing it but i'm not into it anymore it's a i'm not gonna try to sell you because i know it's a bad habit it's like saying here do this meth like it'll make you feel really good but yeah it's it's not got the same hook on me but it's definitely it's pretty okay i i enjoy playing it casually like every, like for a couple weeks when a new thing comes out and like okay cool i got my a little bit of fix do the new content and bounce i don't need to power grind and sherpa people through on their first time like i i'm an yeah. adult i have things to do <laughs> maybe go any, touch some grass right any memorable raid experiences for you i feel like all of them i'll be honest like so i was actually i was part of the the alpha and the beta i was so stoked and my playstation something broke with it when the actual game came out so i sent it in uh, and I accidentally left the disc in it. So I yeah. had to wait, like, the game had been out for a month, and I was super late to the party, so I was trying to catch up as much as possible. And I wound up doing the first raid, like, with a bunch of randoms, I think. But because of that, like, because you needed people to do it, right? I was like, I had never done anything like that, because I wasn't an MMO player. Like, I was like, this is so cool. You have to work together and, like, actually communicate to yeah. accomplish this goal. And wiping, terrible, but, like, the experience itself is very cool that you, like, you finally get through something. And that's something I just, I fell in love with, so I, I tried to do, like, all of them. And nowadays, yeah. not so much, but I, I used to want to be, like, oh, I want to be a day one clearer, and I, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. How about you? Any, any of them stand out more than others? Um... I mean, like like what you were saying, like every one of the raids were just so rewarding of an experience. Like I felt like I was like in a real life like SWAT team, you know, we're like coordinating. <laughs> like, okay, this guy takes down the shield, these guys clear the ads, and you know, like you hit the switch or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, like that part was just so cool. Um, but like so pretty generic, like almost all the raids that I, I had were super memorable. But I'm trying to think of like maybe funny experiences that I had. And like one of them comes to mind. So, you know, LFG, where you, like, look for randos to, oh, to join the yeah. team. Um, we had a couple of interesting ones. There was one where we were doing Crota. So Crota is, you know, the boss where you grab a sword and you, mm -hmm. like, there's, like, a sword bearer and then everybody else does, like, damage. Um, I think one time our sword bearer died and our rando grabbed the sword and, like, didn't time it right. Like, like he had to wait for us to, like, do something um, to, like, take down Crota with the sword. Um, and then like my whole team just started like yelling at him and then we kicked my, my, my friends were, I don't know. They were, they were like tilted. I don't get yeah. tilted much in video games to be honest, but they kicked him out and they like sent him a bunch of hate messages. Like, what are you like deaf or something? Dang. And apparently he really, he actually was deaf. Oh, so, like, he, couldn't, he couldn't hear anything that we were saying. And then obviously I thought it was really funny, but also awful, but Hey, I wasn't one of the guys making fun of him. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, that was just like one thing that comes to mind that I thought was pretty funny, but also terrible. There was this uh <laughs> this cool site. I don't know if you used it back in the day, but I think it kind of formed me as an adult a little bit. It's called the 100, and it just made groups of 100, uh, and you put in like 
what you're cool with like are you cool being a little more casual do you are you fine with kids like the hours that you like to play and it group people similar because of that and i met like a lot of cool people that i still talk to i mean eight years later and one of them i actually i went to their wedding like uh a couple of them are actually people that live here in cincinnati and i mean it's been so cool just to i'll even say grow up because i mean i was 19 or something at the time 18 19 yeah yeah that's that's awesome i've I've never heard of the site or the app the 100 Mm -hmm. but um i feel you on that there's like a couple of people in my destiny raid groups that i wouldn't mind like meeting in person one of them actually helped design like one of my tattoos so oh really like yeah um but yeah, like I, you see it all the time on the Reddit, on the Destiny Reddit, where people like meet up for like somebody's wedding. Even yeah, they've never seen each other before, so that's a really cool part of that Destiny community. I, I'll be honest. Before that, I, I would have never thought meeting up with people like that you just play games with would be something that I would ever do. Because especially, yeah. I mean, 360 era, you just you shoot shit, and sometimes you never talk to that person again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I think because it's just so so grind and you put so much time and you wind up making real connections and i think with twitch stuff even i i would meet up with people real life yeah yeah um i actually have a story like when um back in high school i used to play this mmo called anarchy online Mm -hmm. i don't know if you've heard of it but there was this one i had a couple friends on it that like i talked with all the time because i was i played the game too much you know um (laughs) as an mmo do yeah so one of them was from England and he came to the US to do like a road trip with his brother. And then like we talked about soccer a lot because he was a big like soccer fan, as you would expect most of Europe to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and he like taught me a lot of random things to like think of when I played soccer and it helped me a lot. But he, it was really cool because one one time when he was in the US, he asked if like, you know, if I wanted to meet up or whatever. And I told him I'm actually playing soccer on like one of the days he's going to be near the area. So he stopped by. Uh, he like met my parents. My parents loved him because he was only like a couple years older than me, I think. Um, but I kept in touch with him. I I saw him in England a few years ago. I met like him and his wife oh, and his really? kids and everything. So yeah, it's just really cool that I feel like I met like a couple of friends for life through video games. It's a it's certainly a weird thing to think about because I mean, you and I both grew up pre like the internet being a normal thing, but yeah. you don't get in cars with strangers and you don't talk, you don't talk to strangers. But now, I mean, we, oh, yeah. we got Uber and you play games with random people and talk to Twitch chat and that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily advise people to just meet up with random people. No. Like yeah. I, you should I, probably I vet them and know them well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I try to be like, um, careful with what I like say on, on Twitch sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, I try not to like say like too much, but yeah. Now, do you see yourself ever going to like a GDQ or TwitchCon, something like that? Um, I've been to TwitchCon once, like a 20, 2018 TwitchCon, but that was before I started streaming and it was like close to the area. So I just, mm-hmm. it was like in San Jose, which isn't that far from where I am. Um, but like as like a streamer, I don't know. <laughs> Like I don't, it feels it feels a little intimidating, like meeting people that like know you but you don't know them. Maybe like yeah. you know, you don't even know what they look like. So um, what is what is it like? Like what do you do? Because there's people talking about it now, and like, well, one, it's almost a whole year away, so I got a lot of time to think yeah. about it. But yeah. like I would say that I'm 
still a small bean, you know? So like I would go almost as a viewer still, exactly. but there is that yeah. weird part is like, Oh, Hey, other people I do know might also be there. So I, I don't know. What do you do at a TwitchCon? Yeah. So like, like you're saying, like, I definitely don't have like a following where people are going to recognize me. So, and, and mm -hmm. I would go as a viewer, but it would be like cool maybe to like meet up with a few people that, um, I know like other streamers, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I would, I feel like that's the only thing I would want to do if I went to TwitchCon, but, um, it's not really, when I went, it wasn't really my thing. Like I didn't really care to meet like Pokimane or Tyler <laughs> or anything. Yeah. Who would care? I mean, I meme, I meme about it. Like, you know, I always like talk about like, oh yeah, Pokemon would be so cool to meet in person, but I actually, it's, it's not, I'm not like a super fanboy or anything, but, um, yeah, it's cool if you want to like meet streamers. Right. But I feel like we're not at the age it's where that weird. matters. Yeah. That, yeah. I guess that's my thought too, is like, okay, you say hi, you take a picture and then what, like. They don't want to hang yeah. out with you for an extended period of time. They don't know you. And it's weird because, yeah. like, it's very one-sided that you know them more personal because I think Twitch offers, like, that next level versus, like, a movie celebrity. But yeah. Whatever. That's a whole parasocial weird thing. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so I always, at least for me, it, it felt kind of weird to, like, try to, like, go up to streamers. So mm -hmm. I never did anything like that. What I ended up doing was I just check out all the merch or the art and stuff. Oh, that part was cool. okay. And the other part is they usually have some sort of like esports tournament going on. Oh, do they? So, <gasps> yes. Ooh. So I watched when I was there, they were doing like some Call of Duty thing, or maybe it was PUBG or something, and then Fortnite. But hey, I don't know. <laughs> you enter some Fortnite, start Orange Justice thing on some 12 year old. Uh, but I, I watched a bit of the Fortnite. It was kind of hype, even though I don't even like the game, mm -hmm. but it was hype just being in like a live environment where people. I like nerding out on a video game but yeah now what about like a game's done quick i i think you have a time well enough that if you submitted it's possible that you would be picked for it. is that something you would ever do or look at uh, marathons in general yeah i think i'd be totally down for it i i haven't watched a lot of gdqs to be honest so oh, i don't really? know like what okay so, yeah i don't know what like threshold it is i i figured you had to be like a top like five runner or something or top two or something to like even be selected to showcase something. But if I could meet the requirements at some point in the future and I get selected, I'd be happy to do it. I think it's all relative, right? Like, so if a game hasn't been showcased enough and this is all speculation, a little bit of what people from the inside have given some thought to, but like if the game hasn't been overly showcased, it has enough of people interested in it. And yeah. your time is one of the best of the people that submit, then I think that would have you taken. Like, you don't have to be the world record holder, but if the world record holder submits and you also submit, then they're probably going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. I guess, um, I guess like the runner doesn't have to talk very much, right? Like the comms people can, can like commentate. So. Yeah. A little bit of both. Yeah. I'm just like, you don't have to have a couch, but I think most people, it's kind of the standard. It makes for a better casual viewing experience. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the funny thing is, though, like the first thing that I saw about GDQ was GDQ cringe compilations on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, there's I mean, certainly some funny, people. Pretty cringe, but um, yeah, I think after I saw that, I wasn't necessarily interested. But now that I'm actually <laughs> in the speedrunning community, like a little bit, like, yeah, I. I'd be down for it. It'd be cool to 
either commentate other runners that I know or do it myself. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be yeah. cool to have like a, a Hollow Knight meetup at a GDQ or something. Because there's oh, yeah. certainly enough of us. Yeah, yeah, I'd be down. There is, I, and maybe you've seen some other aspect because I would think you're a little more involved than me since, but Hollow Knight has like a weird division between its its top streamers versus like the average runner, I guess I'll say. And it's almost strange to me because no other game that I've played is really like this. But like your Scurries and Fireborn and people at the top, they're like almost in a whole separate game versus like everyone else. Did you ever like, have you tried to be involved in anything like the big PVP tournament or anything like that? Some of the multi-worlds? Yeah, I think I've observed a little bit what you're saying. Like, I feel like it's pretty clicky, you know? Like, I feel like I'm even part of, like, uh, like a subgroup within the streamers in Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. But um, I figured, like, every game was like that. <laughs> um, Maybe my other games are just too small. But so far, I've yet to okay. see it. But this one... And it's not a bad thing. I mean, it, it, you're friends with who you're friends with, you know? It's yeah. not like it's an intentional, oh spit on the pores the undesirables yeah yeah right yeah yeah oh this person doesn't have a high enough viewer count (laughs) can't have them in our friend group it's just a strange observation i've had yeah um i like i'll be honest i don't watch a lot of hollow knight streams really (laughs) so (gasps) gaspa i mean i like watch like like my twitch friends and i like Mm -hmm. to support you know um but that's why i feel like i barely know anything about hollow knight like we were talking That's about fair. one of the bosses the other day in Sanctum. I like I forgot the names, so I just like oh it's like Fireball Master or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like like the one there was one boss that hits people with pancakes. I think it's no or not no eyes. It's Elder Hugh. Elder Who, like, yeah. Who, you you yeah. gotta make that obligatory joke. Elder Who? Question mark. Okay, it, that it's makes bad. sense. Now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I don't watch a lot of Hollow Knight, so I don't really watch a lot of the top runners. But I definitely don't interact with with any or top streamers. I don't think I've seen any of the top streamers like videos or streams except for Fireborns because mm-hmm. I use his video for speedrunning. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, since you've kind of diversified to different games, do you have one that you would say is like your favorite run at this point or do they all have something different about them? Yeah, it's it's all different. I was talking about this kind of recently in one of my streams, so I can pretty much just like say exactly what I said back then was... Um, I think Hollow Knight has my favorite boss fights and speedruns. Mm-hmm. Um, for Breath of the Wild, my favorite tricks, like the the bullet time bounce where you like bounce off it's of a goblin cool. and yeah. like fly fly in the air and stuff. And then I think Metroid Dread has the best movement. It feels it feels the best, just moving around and like jumping and stuff. So that's kind of how how I would break it down right now. But I don't have a favorite speed game. Like, it's on and off. Like, right now, I'm kind of really into Hollow Knight because I want to do the, the Queen's Gardens route. Oh, so, which, that, so that'll be exciting to see the push. Yeah, so I'm, I kind of learned it from scratch. But having done, played Hollow Knight quite a bit, I feel like it's going to be relatively easy for me to pick up, at least, like, initially. Not optimized, but I'll be able to do the skipping stuff. Do you ever yeah. see yourself potentially running, like, a completion category for any of these games? Like, 100% or something? Yeah. You know, the reason I chose like any percent is because one, I didn't want to have like one attempt per stream and then be done, you know? Yeah. Like a three hour run and then just be done. I want multiple attempts. 
and two it's just like easier to learn like a fast category right like there's less to memorize for sure um so that's the reason i gravitate towards any percent and shorter categories but like i wouldn't be opposed to it i think in the future as long as like the 100 run is under like maybe four hours i'd be down to learn it It'd but nothing cool longer than that mm-hmm. yeah i yeah oh, even though it's not crazy long if you're good at it doing something like a 112 apb all pantheon bosses just seems like a nightmare like yeah i oh it's difficult very difficult yeah i feel like there's so much to memorize mm-hmm that too oh. yeah uh if you had something to add go yeah, ahead. yeah yeah I, I do because i was talking to like so i i hang out with the breath of the wild speedrunners uh like a group of them like we we jump on voice chat because they're a bunch of dgens like like me like i stay up pretty late everybody else is like asleep but we had this one conversation recently how there was like this one person on twitter that brought up like for the longer categories should we break them up like have breaks in them so that they're more accessible for for people have you heard about this conversation i mean i think it's a generally good conversation speedrunning so some like an all koroks i would be like yes that would make sense but i i what's uh what's the conversation going on right now i guess oh i so like this is just like a snippet of it i'm not sure if i'm like able to like relay the whole thing but i think the basic is um for longer categories you should be able to kind of just pause and like take a break when you need to mm-hmm instead of just like forcing yourself not to like eat or like use a bathroom or things like that to like finish the the run like you would be able to pause the timer yeah. as opposed to just like letting it run but um yeah it just made me think of that because mm. when you said like 100 completion categories so i feel like a lot of people are it's kind of a divisive conversation um i i don't want to like cop out and say this but i just am not in in that position like i've never run a category like that so i don't know like if i have any good input for it yeah but yeah, that was like that was something that blew up a few weeks ago. I think you know what I might make this a recurring question. I am curious to see like uh, larger people's takes and before uh, my recurring take, and you might have some insight on this as well, was talking about like developer involvement with speedrunning. But I might I might start asking about like taking breaks because I think yeah. the majority of people are like. That makes sense. That would be a, a really healthy thing to do. But then when it comes time, it's like, yeah, but you can't pause timer. It's like, well, yeah, why right. not? Because yeah. the, the rules. I'm like, well, you can change the rules if it's beneficial, right? Yeah, yeah. But I could see I, where it's also a skill of endurance. Because if you just took a 10-minute like handbrake, too, I, I don't know. I see both sides a little bit. Yeah. I, I think my take on it right now like I'm open to to changing my mind is that like speedrunning is this thing that's just really impressive because of the endurance and like the mental fortitude to be able to get through mm-hmm. some of the like the toughest parts like I don't I wouldn't want to be able to like pause take a five minute break before doing an umu two cycle <laughs> to like get ready for it you know yeah. what I mean I feel like that's like basically cheating like part one of the main reasons I lose runs is because I get nervous right like it's not yeah because, for sure yeah so I feel like being able to take a break like that um, kind of like diminishes the accomplishments of like these longer category speed runs, but I don't know. It's uh it's definitely tricky. Yeah. Now I guess since I brought it up, I, I gotta ask now. 
So like with Metroid Dread, uh, you've seen that they've just patched out things that take out skips from runners. Uh, what do you think is like should be the involvement with developers and speedrunners? Is this something that there should be any involvement? Maybe is yeah. patching things out like that okay? I totally... I think that there needs to be some sort of involvement. Like, they should, you know, reach out to maybe some of the community, like, pillars of the speedrun community, you know? Like, let's say, mm -hmm. let's say if there's, like, some sort of, like, formalized board or something, board of the Hollow Knight Discord or Breath of the Wild, they should at least try to engage with them to kind of, like, get their thoughts on it. Um, because I feel like a lot of glitches don't actually affect casual playthroughs. So why does it, why would they want to, why would they need to patch it out? Right. Yeah. And, and I think like with the dreads example, they patch out things that maybe a casual runner or a casual player might accidentally like do. So that makes sense. They don't want the game broken for a casual player. Cause that's probably where they make the most of their money. But, um, so I think there should be involvement. There should at least be input from speedrunners. And I think this goes back to like Smash. I, my understanding in Smash Ultimate is that they have some people who used to be competitors work on like Smash Ultimate. And those mm -hmm. people aren't allowed to like compete because, you know, their involvement with, with a game or something like that. But I think that part is cool. Like you need some sort of input from the community um, before you make any changes. Yeah, makes sense to me. I guess for devil's advocate, like yeah. if devs are actually talking to speedrunners, like as at what point are they catering to and does it take away from the value of just running a game for what it is? True. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I think like ultimately the developers should kind of just go with what their gut instinct is, you know? Mm -hmm. Like like they could listen and um you know and not even not even like do whatever the speedrunners like wanted them to do. Like I think that's totally acceptable. At least like hear hear them out, you know. Yeah. Instead of just like having no communication and just like um patching something out that, that they didn't need to. Now yeah, I, I I get what you're saying. I'm personally I am I'm a monkey. I like flashy thing. I'm like, ooh, speed tech go burr. Go, go, go. And yeah. th th makes me hyped. So I'm cool mm -hmm. with all kinds of things. Yeah. But, yeah, that part's the coolest. Out of bounds stuff, like the weird, like broken looking stuff. I, I'd prefer to keep that in. Now we are somewhat running later on time. I don't want to keep you here all day, which I'm sure yeah. I could. So I'm gonna speed through things a little bit. So yeah, why current sure. patch over the much more popular uh one two two one the speedrunner patch of Hollow Knight? Yeah, this is gonna be a bad answer, but I was too lazy to learn <laughs> to like watch a video to do one two two one, and that's how I got started. And then, you know, I ran it a few times and I didn't want to learn the nuances with the difference between 1221 and current patch. And so, current patch forever, I guess. Hey, That's the reason. well, good enough reason. You seem to be doing it pretty well. Most people don't like current patch uh, for one reason or another. So, to excel yeah. in what other people don't like, hey, good for you. Yeah, I would like to switch sometime just to try it out, but I'm going to stick with current patch for the most part. Uh, do you have any other games that you're potentially looking at in the future to pick up? Which we've talked about this a bit, but hundred percent. Um, Elden Ring is going to be like as high up on my list. That's that's the main one I really want to learn. Uh, obviously, I've never I played a bit of Bloodborne, but Elden Ring look 
Elden Ring looks so dope. What about the other Souls and games? I'm I'm interested, but if Elden Ring comes out in a few months, I might as well just wait for that one. I mean, did you at least play them or I played Bloodborne. That's it. Halfway though. through Bloodborne. Wow, okay. Yeah. Interesting. I was going I was gonna try to pick up Dark Souls three for the speedrun, but like I said, mm-hmm. I'm focusing on some other games right now and I'll switch to Elden Ring when that comes out, unless it sucks as a speedrun game. Have you ever thought about doing a challenge like a no hit for Hollow Knight or Bloodborne? Yeah, I Hollow Knight was I when I was about to stream Hollow Knight for like the first time, I was wondering if I should be a speedrunner or a no like a challenge runner. Mm-hmm. Because at that time the main person I watched on stream was the Happy Hob, who's a no hit. Guy's runner. a legend, yeah. Yeah, I, I love the guy. He's like one of my favorite streams ever. I still watch him a ton. Um, but yeah, because I just really liked his no hit runs, so I thought maybe I should do the same thing. But in the end, I just don't think no hit is as fun to watch unless you're like the most entertaining person in the world, like like Hob is, you know. So yeah, very true. And uh, especially starting out, it can be a little intimidating because I think as a streamer, you kind of want to feed off of your chat a little bit. Yeah. Do you see yourself changing at all, like from a speedrunner to a more variety content creator? Um, right now, I don't think so. I, I think speedrunning is just so much fun and there's like infinite content with different games you can pick up, different categories. But... You know, I don't like to like commit to something like that. Like, who knows? In the oh, future, yeah, maybe yeah. a couple of years. I from just now, mean like maybe. on your radar right now. But yeah, I I'd like to add a little bit more variety. But for the most part, I'd say like ninety percent of what I put out, I'd like to be speedrun speedrun related. Now, opposite of the previous question, are there any speedruns that you like to watch, but you have no desire to run yourself? Yeah, Final Fantasy VII is up there for me. It's a seven-hour speed run. I'm not going to put that much effort into it. That is a doozy. I love watching it. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones, like Mario, like 120-star, 70-star. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I'll ever get into that, but I love watching it, you know? It's like it's like watching the Super Bowl for me now. You know, it's just, like, super fun. Just I, I'm not going to play football, but I'm going <laughs> to, like, enjoy it. Yeah, for I'm sure. I'm going to appreciate it. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, obviously, I I feel like I could talk to you for a while, but we are already hitting over 90 minutes. So where can the (laughs) people find you? All right. So to plug my socials, well, the main thing that I use right now is Twitch. So twitch.tv slash taxslayer9001. That's the main place people will find me. Um, I think my Twitter account is the same thing, twitter.com slash taxslayer9001. I have an Instagram, I don't use it, so forget about that one. But YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, I do not really have any YouTube content, but I'm planning, like I really want to branch out a little bit more, and I think YouTube is something I really want to get into. So I'm going to start learning how to use, like I bought Sony Vegas Pro, so I might as well learn how to use it. Uh, just like condensing some of my like runs or like streams into highlights. Oh and yeah, for also, sure. And try to like, put out some stuff that maybe I wouldn't, I wouldn't stream. So maybe like casual playthroughs of different games that I play on the side. Um, so YouTube, I don't, I don't have very many subscribers. So I don't have my own link, but you can find me tax layer 9,001 to search it and you should be able to find me. Well, awesome. And again, thank you so much for being on. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Gaffy. Uh, 
I'm glad to be able to be on this podcast that I've listened to a few times. And yeah, let's play some Smash or let's play some Destiny or whatever soon. For sure. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye.